Power Project family, how's it going? I want to talk to you guys about the best gym fits in the game. You need to head over to Viore. People don't know how to say it. People don't know how to spell it. V-U-O-R-I. But let me tell you something about Viore. They have great clothes that you can wear outside the gym, weddings, lunches, dates. And then they have, <laughs> they have great pieces of equipment you can wear in the gym that make you look good while you're lifting. Because I know there's still a lot of y'all who are still rocking and one shorts. And <laughs> although I have nothing against and one. Gets me every time. I have nothing against and one shorts. Yeah. Honestly, it looks horrible. So Andrew, <laughs> please tell the people how to step up their damn clothing game. For real, you guys got to step up. Head over to viori.com slash power project. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash power project to receive 20% off your order. Uh, no code needed. You guys will see a uh, discount will be applied at checkout banner across the top. Uh, links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get rolling. Too late. Oh, man. Well, when the video posted... Uh with Mark and Tom Segura, which was fucking amazing. I don't know if you really talked much about your experience with Tom, but uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was uh, great having him here. It was yeah. awesome. He, it was amazing that he was able to spend so much time with us. Mm-hmm. Got to show him the whole gym, got to show him the warehouse and what we do here. And then we kind of came over to the podcast table and messed around a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it was great to be able to share information with him and to uh, talk to him about like where he's at with fitness and stuff. And, one of the first places uh, we always start is with uh, trying to encourage movement is one thing. Um, trying to encourage better food choices is another thing. But movement and food choices are actually really hard if you feel stressed and you feel fatigued. You know, we know that your uh, decision-making skills are going to uh, go way, way down if you're fatigued. So we always talk about sleep. Mm-hmm. And then so when I was uh, dragging a sled with him, I asked him about his sleep. He's like, my sleep's horrendous. I figured that was the case because yeah. he's a high-level performer in a lot of other ways. It's one thing that's shocking real quick is like how you know high-level performers have shitty sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you wonder, you're already doing so well. What happens if you really optimize that aspect of your life? You're spending one-third of your life in bed. I think uh, I think it's just like a perpetual loop. You know, Once you say that you're bad at something <clears> – <throat> You know, it's a belief system, right? Like you said you were bad at something, so now you're bad at something. And then you kind of believe that about yourself and you're like, man, my spouse sleeps way better than me. Mm -hmm. And then you're kind of just forever in that loop. I think, but I think it's very common amongst men and women for the female typically to sleep like without any problem at all. They just go to bed and they fucking pass out for eight hours and they might wake up once to use the bathroom. I think that's pretty normal. But from a lot of men, especially guys that are like exercising a lot and or just trying to like get after it every day for whatever reason, um, it seems like it's a lot harder for men to just turn things off. I, I almost wonder if some of it has to do with just like body size. You know, some sometimes men are bigger than women, not all the time, but sometimes. I kind of curious if it has something to do with that. Um, I this is, these are all things I've thought about for a really long time because I'm like, why do why do athletes get like sleep apnea? Why are athletes sleeping with their mouth open and kind of like choking? Like it doesn't make sense. If you can breathe well when you're doing an activity, why can't you breathe well at rest? But uh, when we had Chris uh, Kadowski here, he was talking about um, how it's very hard to rest if your body is like tight. You know, if you have, uh, you know, fascial issues and if you, and even just in your own mind, if you have things that you haven't gotten to or gotten past, I don't really know what it's like to be a woman, but from a guy's perspective, it seems like a lot of us are not what we want to be or where we want to be. And I almost wonder if that haunts us 
and makes us sleep harder sometimes. I'm not really sure. I feel pretty good about my life. I feel pretty confident in the things I've done and, and where I'm heading. I feel really good about a lot of stuff, but I still have trouble sleeping here and there. But it's, although it's gotten so much better focusing on over the years and taping my mouth shut has been enormous. It's not something that helped right away, though. Like, I refused it. I didn't like it. It took a while to get used to it. Why didn't you like it? Well, it just would come, it'd fall off a lot. And I'd have to stay, like, I'd have to stay kind of almost clean-shaven more for the mouth tape to, like, stay on better. And it's just a little learning curve. You know, then you learn how to tape it, and then it's mm-hmm. not as big of a problem. And then you also get into the habit of, like, I guess there's a little bit of a boundary behind, like, not liking something just because you're forced to do it sometimes is annoying. You know what I mean? Like, why do I have to do that? Why do I have to wear braces, right? Like, you take this this thing on of, like, fuck me. Why do I have this problem? Why do I have this problem? And maybe it's not even that big of a problem, but it's just annoying. Like with Andrew, you know, getting, you know, probably wearing glasses from a very young age, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, fuck, man. Like my buddy that lives down the street, he don't need glasses. And like, maybe it's to your detriment. You go to catch a ball and you you can't see it. And you're like, oh, well, like I need fucking glasses. I need to just suck it up and go. But why me? Why do I need them? Yeah. Or why is it that my, my brother who was raised very similar has perfect vision and it's like like now yeah. i gotta wear glasses <laughs> yeah he's in the same house the mm-hmm. same nutrition same everything mm-hmm. pretty much yeah i gotta wear the so i i didn't love it for the, for that piece of it but i also knew to stick with it because i was like i think this can help make me better so uh when it comes to things that can make me better i don't mind them taking a while and I don't mind taking my time with stuff because I think powerlifting probably taught me more of that than anything was that, you know what's going to happen? is like shit's going to take a really long time if you want to be good at any of these things. It's going to take a while. You've been working on your sleep for a while and you've been using mouth tape for a few years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the past few days you've been talking about how you've been having eight, nine-hour bouts of sleep. And mm-hmm. this is, is this new for you? Even though you've been doing, you've been having an eight sleep mattress, you've been taping your mouth, you've been taking your phone out of your room, you use red light glasses every now and then. But the thing that allowed you to start getting more consistent sleep, what was it specifically recently for you? It definitely was a combination of all those things. And then how do you fare? How do you do when you start to check those boxes off? You know, do I check all those boxes every day? No, unfortunately I don't. And why? But sometimes it's just fatigue. Sometimes I'm like, I just don't feel like doing that. Even though putting on like red blocking glasses or red light blocking blue glasses, yeah, blue yeah. blocking glasses, um, it doesn't really cost me any extra energy. Mm-mm. But again, it's an annoyance, right? Like, fuck, I can't see my phone. You know, if I put this on at seven or eight yeah. o'clock at and night, if you're looking at TV, it's just orange. I can't see TV. Like you feel like you feel handcuffed and you're like, other people don't need it. You get in your own head about it and it gets to just be an annoyance. Uh, but what has really changed things for me was to like shut that up and to uh, just say, hey, what happens when you're just all in on this? Like what if for me personally, maybe I need to work on my sleep more than the next person to get better sleep. I'm accepting of that. And now I'm just going to work on it. Now I'm going to work on fixing it. The other thing, too, was just to make time for it, to literally just make time for it. Because I would go to make bed. Time for what? Make time for sleep. Just literally make time for it. I would go to bed at like 10 or 11 and then I'd be up at like five, you know, stuff like, (laughs) stuff like that. 
uh, where I knew that wasn't great, but like I got into a rhythm of it and it didn't feel, it didn't feel negative. So that's the other side of the coin for me on this is that I didn't, I didn't notice anything. I didn't, I didn't feel like I, I didn't feel like there was a big deficit there, but I also am aware that I don't think it's a great idea to sleep five, six hours every night. Like that doesn't really make sense. It sounds like it adds up to be something that could be detrimental later on. And even though I don't feel it now, what do we know about Alzheimer's, dementia, and heart disease? Like so many of them are based off of stress. So many of them are based off of how well you do at rest. And so I'm like, this is an area where I believe I need to improve. And so I've been working on it a lot. And so the main thing that's made the biggest difference recently was I was like, you know what? I don't have anywhere to be, you know, (laughs) and I haven't had anywhere to be for a while. Like I don't have to be anywhere particularly. I could stop doing a lot of things. And from a financial perspective, that stuff is clear and that stuff is, is good to go. So I, I set my own schedule. And so more recently I was like, why don't you actually set your own schedule? Like take care of yourself better, like sleep a little bit better. And then this experimentation into like running, I think running has helped a lot with me breathing more. And I think the breathing more is helping me to breathe better at rest. Um, But aside from that, when you start to add extra stuff to your life, you're like, okay, well, if I'm going to add things in, maybe I should optimize a little bit more. So even though I'm open to all these ideas, it's not always, it hasn't always been super easy for me to implement all of them all the time to make sure I get to bed on time. Like that's probably the hardest discipline for me because I sometimes come home from the gym a little bit later and then I eat dinner. And by the time I eat dinner, I'm like, I just want to chill like with my family, like watch TV, just kind of hang and kick it. Um, But I still have plenty of time to do all that. So it's just a matter of like rearranging, reorganizing, reinterpreting uh, the way that I just kind of talk to myself and the way that I treat myself. Someone's going to listen to part of what you just said because, you know, you've been struggling with sleep for years before this. But when you were powerlifting, when you were younger, before you made the slingshot, you probably weren't sleeping amazingly well. And you said you managed to get it all handled. Now, you still have a lot of stressors with the business and all the things that you're doing. But you did just mention that you have, you know, you, you set your own schedule. You have a level of time freedom. You can come in here when you want. You can leave here when you want. So someone's going to hear that and be like, oh, well, I guess it's going to be easy for you to say since, <laughs> you know, you, 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 uh, you have that time freedom. And I, I work a job where I have to wake up at 6 a.m. to get ready and get my kids to school, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason why we're making this episode right here is because when we made that video and, and post that video with Tom Segura talking about mouth tape, there is a lot of comments, people talking about different issues that they have or different reasons why this is a problem for them. Uh, I have try that if you have allergies, if you have allergies from where I'm from, try that if you have a stuffy nose every time you go to sleep. People were talking about sleep apnea and deviated septums, and those things are are uh, more somewhat difficult situations to have to deal with. But they were consistent uh, putting forward of I have this, I have this, I have this. But to be perfectly honest, all of these issues can be solved because for all of us here, it was a gradual switch to using mouth tape so that we can nasal breathe at night and eat at night and even to do what you're doing now. And I don't think that for an individual to be able to get really great sleep, you have to be rich. 
there's there's small things that you can start doing, um, and we'll talk about the whole allergies and all of that. Uh, but there's things that you can do to mitigate these problems. Um, one thing I also want to kind of tag on in terms of what you mentioned, you mentioned women sleeping better in general, or maybe something you've noticed and men sleeping a little bit worse. And that is something that I've noticed too. Um, and I think that could partially be because, you know, we've talked on this podcast about like men holding a lot of things in, you know, when you're holding in a lot of stressors and there's uh, mm-hmm. a lack of a way for you to be able to communicate things, you may just be just perpetually <laughs> in sympathetic mode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're, you're breathing through your mouth. You're stressed out. You're keeping it to yourself. You're not doing things to allow yourself to relax like body work and stretching. And these are things you can do on your own. But, you know, one thing that one comment that I've seen on people that do a lot of stretching before they go to sleep, whether it's like the Smooth mm-hmm. Panther stuff I've put on YouTube or the body work that you've been doing. David Goggins talks about it before, too. David Goggins said that he stretches hours each day. Mm-hmm. Um, but people that I see do that before they go to bed as an unwinding ritual, they say, wow, I'm sleeping so much better. Why? Because you're probably looser and you're more relaxed. But if your nighttime ritual is watching some TV, eating, and, and you're not really allowing yourself to mentally and physically unwind, and you just hop into bed with all the lights in your room, uh, and then you're breathing through your mouth at night, and we've had Patrick McEwen on, we've had James Nestor on, and they've both talked about how individuals who breathe through their mouth are perpetually in, like tapping into that sympathetic nervous system where it's fight or flight, but... Just that's their natural state. We've had people on this podcast that breathe through their mouth. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real. You see them on the mic. They're fucking up tight, even though they're smart as hell. I'm not, I'm not trying to diss these people, but they're super intelligent. But they're here like, like labored, stressed breathing. Right. We know that you need to be breathing through your nose during the day. So the thing that we're just trying to encourage you guys to do, whether you have allergies or you have the specific issues that we're going to try to help you deal with is try to get to a point where you can breathe through your nose at night. And naturally, you, don't, you shouldn't need mouth tape to do this. I use mouth tape just to keep make sure my mouth is shut. But even when I don't use mouth tape now, it's gotten to a point where my mouth will stay shut during night. But I use it to make sure no matter what, my mouth stays shut. I was talking to a doctor friend years ago, and uh, we talked about a sleep apnea mask. <clears throat> and I tried to wear one for a while, and it just I just had a hard time uh, utilizing it. Like I, I did use it. I, I, I messed with it. Um, I didn't notice any improved sleep. It just seemed to be more of a hindrance than anything. So I was like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing with this. So I stopped using it. Then I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to try more because like, that doesn't make sense. Like it, I, I hear good things. I tried it some more. <clears throat> Didn't work out very, very well. When I talked to the doctor, he's like, you know, if you have sleep apnea, he's like, that's not always the only place to go is to have a uh, is to have a mask. Mm-hmm. He's like, you might want to just find something that keeps your mouth shut. And I was like, I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know that there was other options. And I think that's what's important for people to know. Um, mouth tape is not a cure by any means for sleep apnea and can potentially be actually very dangerous for some people. If you have severe sleep apnea, having your mouth taped shut might not be the best idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it was like, let me just let me just try this. Like I was thinking like my sleep already kind of sucks, so let me try this other method. And one of the first things I did was when I'd go to sleep, 
is I would just tuck my pillow under my chin. And then I was like, well, my chin can't like open quite as much and I'm on my side. Now, that's not foolproof. We know you're going to move around a ton in the middle of the night. I saw somebody comment that too, though. But that's it was a, a legitimate thing. Yeah, it was a place to start. It was a place to start. And I was like, you know what? That, uh, that did feel a little bit better. And then when the mouth tape thing came around and we started talking to people that know what they're talking about, it wasn't like we didn't just pull this out of thin air. Um, Ron Penna might have been one of the first people or mm-hmm. one of the first guys to really push it forward with us. Ron Penna was the former CEO of Quest Nutrition. Yes. Mind you. Yeah. And he's somebody that is always researching like optimization. He loves all this kind of stuff, but he's not a weird biohacker guy. He's just into like shit that's legit that works. So I've always found a lot of great information to come from him. And when he said that, I was like, that sounds like something that I, that I could utilize. And then so next thing you know, I'd try it a little bit here and there. And it worked well. And sometimes some of these things, if you're not trying everything all at one time, sometimes the impact of, of certain things isn't as effective. So an example of that would be if I don't change when I stop eating and I don't change my behavior before I go to bed and I throw mouth tape on and expect mouth tape to do all the work for me, it's not going to have the same – I'm not going to feel as restful when I wake up. It's not going to work as well. Maybe it did help keep my mouth shut, but maybe I didn't fall asleep as as easy as I could have. Maybe I didn't stay asleep as easy as I could have because I ate beforehand or I watched something that stressed me out uh, before I went to bed. You know, so There's a lot of different things at play here, and there's so many different things that you could do that could be very, very inexpensive, one of them being tape of the mouth shut. But another one is to figure out a way to kind of decompress from the day. And when I kept hearing this over and over again, I was annoyed by it because I'm like, I don't feel like I need to decompress from the day. God damn it. <laughs> I don't feel uptight. But obviously. Yeah, you're walking around. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm not uptight. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, like the body, the body keeps score, right? Like, we know that. I was watching TV last night, and uh, and we've been messing around with our feet and our hands and shit lately. So I was I got, actually I got, wa- I got some of those stretcher things from Amazon. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. to get the extensors, right? The extensors, yeah. You're gonna have the most beautiful hand extensors anybody's <laughs> ever seen. Those wrists are gonna get thick. Oh yeah, that's what I'm trying to do, man. Uh, but I was watching TV and I'm uh, watching a show called Dope Sick. It's like you know the people are hooked on uh, oxycotton. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing show. Everyone should watch it. It's unbelievable. But I'm sitting there and my hand is like partially like almost paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kind of almost am making like almost like a gun shape with my hand. And I'm just looking at it and I'm like, why don't I just, why don't I just fucking, <laughs> I just relax. So I just spread my hands apart and I'm like, I wonder how often I do that. So a lot of times we're, we're more stressed and we're more than we can ever really possibly imagine. So this decompression at night thing is a real thing. You have to take it with some sort of seriousness. And I've got, gone as far as to be just totally hippie about it and try to introduce a bunch of protocols. Cold plunge is a great option. I use, usually utilize my cold plunge at night. Um, at about 6 p.m. or so, I hop into there. Then I eat dinner. And it's just like, man, I just mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't be any more relaxed than that. That feels so good. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe after a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway. Does it compare though? No, no, no. No. No, not quite. Yeah, blowjobs don't compare to cold plunges. No. Cold plunges are better. They are better. Sorry, <laughs> mouths. 
<laughs> Kapink! Oh, oh, another rim job. Rim. I uh, so I've go- I've gone outside at night and walked around the grass. Another hippie practice, being outside, being in nature. Yeah, all these things are supposed to help set our circadian rhythm. I know people talk about doing that in the morning, but I think it's effective to do it at night. I think just as much power comes from the moon as it does from the sun. You'll probably hear more and more people talking about that coming up soon. But anyway, I just, after practicing some of these things and implementing them, I can't help but be a believer in them because Mm -hmm. it is assisting me. Uh, What do I have time to get to every single day? What's simple? What's easy? Well, putting on glasses is pretty easy. Like that's not hard. That's not expensive. Mouth tape is pretty easy. Cold plunging, that might be more difficult for people to figure out. A contrast shower, though, you could probably figure that one out. How good does a shower feel? Shower feels great. Maybe doing a little hot, cold there. Just try it. Like, what's it hurt? You know, I know that, that's been the, the thing that if uh, I don't get, like, easily offended by much. But where I do get offended sometimes is when people try to tell me what they can't do. I get very, I get frustrated because I'm like, no, man, you can do it. Like you can, <laughs> you can do this. Literally I, a YouTube search away. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, right. I can't do it because my, like my, I have um, a deviated septum. Mm. I have, uh, I got really bad allergies. Mm-hmm. My one nostril gets so clogged. You don't even understand thinking that their issue is like this unique thing that no one's ever had. It's a YouTube search away. You'll find it pretty quickly. For specifically, check out Butecchio Breathing, How to Clear Up Your Nose. Quite literally, there have been multiple nights in the past where I was like, can't breathe through my nose. I looked at that video. I went through the head tilts and the breathing, and five minutes later, my nose is clear. I put on my mouth tape, and I go to sleep. And did you know that if I blow into your left ear, that it will blow out your right nose, not right nostril? Yeah. 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 So that will be good. That'll, 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 that's something you could do to your partner. If too. you have a super friend. Mark, are, are you guys if, are you guys joking? I'm no, serious. we're we're serious. We need to take the joke back now because someone's gonna <laughs> blow a fucking eardrum if they do that shit. <laughs> you have to do it like really softly. It's it's not like <laughs> it's <laughs> just enough to get the hairs on the back of the neck to stand up. I think even if there is no hair back there. Hopefully, this episode gets out to most of our audience because. Some of them still think I sleep two hours a night, which is true. Um, <laughs> People are starting to think you're gay, too. I know. <laughs> which I don't know why they didn't pick up on it a lot earlier. <laughs> Dog, you know what, man? Hey, I'm going to let them think what they want to think. That, that, that shit. Hey, do you, you think would, I'm, would, I'm whatever you want me to be, baby? There mm-hmm. you go. Whatever you want me to be. It would finish like the, the multicultural circle of the podcast. Right? We got Andrew Zaragoza. Mm-hmm. We got Mark Bell and the... Mm-hmm. Questionable black guy. <laughs> <laughs> the questionable black guy. Let's just put a question mark over my head. We had Rob Kearney on the podcast and his husband Joey, and I think people are like, oh man, I knew this was coming. Like, <laughs> now they're starting to have gays on that show. Oh, no. Doug, there Jesus was... Christ on a cross. Oh, <laughs> there was a great comment. Yeah. That podcast. Man, some of y'all are real toxic. <laughs> like, I'm real. Some of y'all are real. People toxic. are being mean. Yeah, some people are being mean, man. No. Somebody left a really, really good positive comment, though. Yeah, there there were quite a few good positive comments. Rob's such an incredible person. Mm. 
Yeah, he I don't is. know how. I don't know, like, yeah, I just don't get it. Super um, cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, and he's not like. I mean, I don't know. He's not. <clears throat> he's not all angry and like trying mm-hmm. to like fight for for people to believe, you know, a, a particular thing. He's just like, hey, this is my life. This is the way I live it. That's yeah. it. He's not like trying to argue with people. Product of good parents. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man. Yeah. I forgot the comment, but someone was like, damn, I, I, at first I, I was thinking you guys might be gay, but now I definitely know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the comment that I was referring to was somebody was like, dude, like 99.99% of the content on this channel is not about LGBTQ plus. It's like, and the one time they, they bring it up, you guys are all freaking out. But for like, reals, though, y'all like gay people have... exist <laughs> yeah. it's, and it's okay keep that out of my media yeah. not my podcast yeah. <laughs> it's not coming to Africa that's for sure <laughs> 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 the poopoo yeah. the oh, I, I want to learn more about stuff that I'm like stupid about yeah I really do I don't, I don't want to walk around naive to everything all mm-hmm. the time the way that I pretty much am I think I am pretty naive to a lot of stuff. Um, when I've traveled many times, I've just flat out to other countries. I tell people, I'm like, I'm American. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So mm-hmm. can you can you share with me, like, you know, what this culture is like? Or, like, you know, just try to get into it with them and try to understand, like, what's going to be different about this country that I'm going into since I don't pretend to have any idea mm-hmm. of what, what it's like. It is an important thing, I think, to understand different people's lived experiences different how how they go through the world with their specific religion that's why i'm interested in learning different religions because mm. it's like that informs the way you think about things i wonder why you think about this a certain way oh there now i understand it can help you relate to other people but when you're so potentially closed off because somebody lives a different lifestyle or believes something different you don't open yourself up to being able to actually understand that individual. You immediately block it off and put yourself in your specific echo chamber because this is what's right to me and this is what's comfortable. I'm going to stay away. Mm. Why, dude? <laughs> you know? I mean, I get why, but like that's why on this podcast we're trying to talk to so many different what about, people. What about when it comes to somebody just adopting new ideas or principles in general that are that seem like they're in the person's best interest? Like, fitness like mm-hmm. taping your mouth shut perhaps like uh eating a couple pieces of fruit every day eating a couple pieces of meat every day like just things that it feels like we have explored yeah that we feel good about i tend to get frustrated at that and that should be another thing that i don't get frustrated about because Wait, I what be, specifically you get pressed i get frustrated that when we share some information sometimes that uh-huh. people are like i can't i don't have the money to do that i don't mm-hmm. have they just immediately point out all the hurdles. Now I am understanding of it. Yeah. I'm compassionate towards it. I um, I'm empathetic of the situation that they may be in. I've been in various situations in my life where I didn't have money for certain things, um, but I also I I'm sure at times I I mean everyone uses excuses. I'm sure there's a lot of things that I use excuses for. Maybe like uh, my mobility. My uh, well, I wasn't sleeping great. I started to finally breakthrough on that mm-hmm. um but i think i'm fairly open i do try i do try stuff a lot i'm like open to messing with some new stuff so i i sometimes will get frustrated when you tell somebody about a 10 minute walk and you're like bro like this like it may it kind of like breaks my heart in a way i'm like i just i want you just to like 
can you just meet me halfway? Like if you try some of this stuff, it will be really useful to you. So I get can get frustrated with that. And I understand that frustration. Uh, I get it. But, you know, the interesting thing about all the things that we do and all the things that we talk about, as far as it comes to mouth taping at night, currently we're on level 99 for mouth tape. We're there. But a few years ago, there were hurdles that we both had or we all had. Mm -hmm. Nose getting stuff up at night. Fasting. Uh, We both thought fasting was really stupid. We had hurdles there. And now we're at level 99 in terms of fasting where it's a very easy thing. But when we put these things forward... I, I, everybody should understand and we understand that it is a gradual change you're making to here. You know what I mean? Fasting wasn't easy when we started. It wasn't easy for months, for years. Like, but now, got a handle on it. Breathing is something that initially when we were changing the way we breathe during sports and sleep, it wasn't easy. But we slowly, gradually got there. So when we put things forward, we may be putting forward the end goal. The end goal here being... Breathe through your nose at night. Right now, you're congested. There's been a lot to show that when people don't breathe through their nose, mostly, literally, their nasal airways, certain places in their nasal airways, atrophy with lack of use. We just made an episode about use or lose it. And if you're not using your nose as much as you used to, your nose is going to be impinged. Over time, when you use your nose more during sport, when you use your nose more, when because a few years ago, I've mentioned this, but I'd be sitting down on my phone with my headphones on. My ex would say, and Seema, why are you breathing so loud? I'd take my headphones and be like, what? She, mm-hmm. And she'd say, you're going like this. You're breathing through your mouth. That was something that I used to do without realizing it. So I had to focus in on whether I'm relaxing, whether I have headphones on. Shit has to go through here. Over time, I got better. And now I breathe through my nose at night. But so many things are easier now because I have control over my breath. So understand, guys. No matter where you are on the scale, right, it is a gradual change. This isn't something that happens overnight. You don't just stick mouth tape on and everything's magically changed. It's a bunch of different habits that change over months and years, and then you're going to get to where we currently are with this. Yeah, and there's some a lot of, I should say, a lot of trial and error in between all of that. Yeah. So when I first started trying to figure out snoring, which has been quite the journey for me, um, started out with um, breathe right strips. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out, and so things I, that kind of pinch your nose up to help you breathe a little bit better mm-hmm. through your nose. Yeah, yeah they they are supposed to like kind of like lift your your nasal passageway and help you breathe better. All it did was really really irritate my skin, and I kept snoring <laughs> like crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, these don't work. Threw them out. <laughs> then I tried mouth tape, which helped. It definitely helped keep the noise down, but I still snored like crazy, mm-hmm. which is. When I would tell people this, they'd be like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, I yeah, fight you're right not through it." Three hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it's funny to like every morning. It was like, "Well, where's the mouth tape going to end up to like tomorrow?" Because or today, because I would wake up and it'd be on my pillow. <laughs> it'd be like on the wall. It'd be on the nightstand. It'd be on Stephanie's butt. Like it'd just be all over the place. Hey, no. So mouth tape kind of worked. Can we back up for a second? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, wait, how, how did the <laughs> mouth tape I don't get know. on your wife's butt? It just showed up, I promise. Andrew. <laughs> he wakes up. <laughs> you know, I'm done. <laughs> wakes up, everyone's just in a really good mood, but mouth tape is just, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's like, this again? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it ends up there all the time. I don't know. I don't but. Know. 
again, mouth tape didn't quite really work as well as advertised, I'll say. Mm-hmm. But I still kept with it. Um, just was still very frustrated. I wanted to get sleep studies done, um, which I still kind of want to do, but I just haven't done it. Um, so the next step in the progression for me was like, dude, whenever I get into my bed, I can't breathe, like period. Like my nose gets stuffed up. It's like, it's hard for me to like mm. literally take a deep breath. I'm like, okay, the the room that I sleep in, our bedroom, you know, is connected to the, to the backyard. And so I'm like, maybe like allergens are coming in. Like, I don't know what's going on, but like, I can't fucking breathe in this room. So I got an air purifier. Uh-huh. Air purifier and mouth tape helped significantly. Yeah. I helped did that a for lot. a little bit too. It was awesome. Like, dude, I think we're getting somewhere. I'm like, I'm still snoring, but it's nowhere near as bad. I brought back in the Breathe Right strips. This time I got just like a, the extra strength green box, not irritating my skin and I'm not snoring. And I'm like, whoa, we finally got here after like five years of trying random little things here and there. It took me way too long. Wait, people but are going to think it was five years, though. How long was it actually? No, literally. Like, it was five we, years? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Okay. I, I, okay. I mean, I've been snoring forever, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like you know, when I started like discovering and trying different things for sleep, yeah, it was like, oh, well, it's not that bad because as soon as I look at a pillow, I pass out. Like I fall asleep quick, but I don't stay asleep because I'm snoring the whole night, or at least I don't think I am. Uh, now, fast forward to trying all three at the same time it's just like whoa like i'm sleeping like mm-hmm. this is crazy and mm. it did take me it so it took me a long time but i had to take things out bring them back in and not write everything off and kind of bring the whole like uh you know all-star team together to help me f- fall asleep stay asleep and keep everyone else asleep too because my snoring was bad i want to say i'm really fucking happy with what you shared there and how you shared it because when we talk about you know body transformations mm-hmm. got to, we always talk about this is not going to be something that happens mm-hmm. in 12 weeks you, there's so many habit changes that are going to go on because you've been living a certain way for a long time and you can't expect to change 10 years of bad habits in one year mm-hmm. but you were snoring for so many years Forever, before yeah. you started this mm-hmm. and it took you five years to get to a point where you're now breathing the way you need to at night, but now the rest of your life <laughs> yeah. is going to be so much better because this five years of looking for solutions, bro, mm-hmm. this is a thing like people mention all these excuses in the comments. Okay, let's find a solution. Let's, let's not just list your excuses. Let's figure out what do we need to do with where you are right now to get from point A to point B could take a few fucking years. Mm-hmm going to be a lot of adjustment Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day if you get to point b you will feel so much better yeah and it doesn't have to i mean the things that i try like i I don't know if i would have done all three at the exact same time if i would have got there quicker but what i just it it, it doesn't matter now because it's all done but like it it wouldn't have it shouldn't have taken me this long but it just it did and the the like i said bringing them all back together but like that last like little boost was that air purifier mm. because like now i was like oh i can humidifier breathe. or purifier purifier Ooh, yeah well, no. i've never had a hair purifier it's it's nice <laughs> at least for me in my experience is it one of those round ones that's like no 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 no. it's um we got one it's called the air doctor um it's just a, a it looks like a mini fridge and it just filters out like whatever at 99.99 percent of everything out of the air mm-hmm. my son same thing like we used to be able to hear him breathing at night like 
just very softly. Like that's gone away too. And so it's like, we should have done this a long time ago. And the reason why I was actually against it was because I'm like, if it is allergens, I don't want to take everything out of the house. So that way the second he does get introduced to something, he's like all stuffy and he can't breathe and stuff. Yeah. But like, I don't know, man, you don't really become, you know, um, immune to like dust and Mm -hmm. you know, certain other allergens that you're just never going to get rid of. Yeah. So I'm happy that I did it because like, we're all sleeping a lot better now. Mm -hmm. Takes a long ass time, you know, to get rid of some of this stuff. You've had a back thing you've been dealing with for a really long time. Uh, my hip has bugged me since like 2008, um, but I'm going to get it better. It's going to get better. When? Right. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely, I've had it get better over the years um, in terms of like making progress with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after all the years of working on it and messing with it, I don't think I ever noticed before that when I smash my adductors that all of a sudden the, the pain of internal rotation on that knee is gone. Mm-hmm. So if I simultaneously am like uh, on a uh, on an object that's pushing on the adductor I can point my knee in just fine just like I can on the other side. Mm-hmm. So I'm like okay well this at least gives me hope if I can get this fucking giant knot out of here mm-hmm. um I think we might be home free. Mm-hmm. And then maybe after I do get that giant knot in there, I learn about something else that I need to probably work on. Yeah. Maybe I'll need to work on the front of my hip. So there's a lot of things to explore and you just can't, you can't give up and you have to kind of continually have a white belt mentality. It is annoying. It is frustrating. But like, what, what else are you going to do? You mm-hmm. just like hide in the corner and cry about it. Like, that's your that's your other option, or to get really mad about it, be really mm-hmm. frustrated. None of that seems very helpful. It's like, what are the things you can do? And most of the time, all I'm asking people for is to ask yourself the question: Can you be better? Can you can you be better? Can you do better? Can you at least try better? I understand it might seem overwhelming because you might feel like you're already working very hard, but if you are to think about it. You probably work a lot harder now than you did 10 years ago. So over the next three, four years, are you going to be able to do a little bit more? Are you going to be able to just not even do more necessarily, but just be more efficient? I would hope that you would want to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One thing that I, I, I honestly, I just kind of realized that I dig so much is when, when we all look at ourselves a year ago, three years ago, five years ago, um, we all have even 10 years ago, there's always problems that we've been trying to solve. And we've been lucky enough to have so many awesome people that have come in that have shown us things. Some things we discarded because we were like, eh, it's cool, but it's not helping our issues. And some of the things that we kept because we're like, ooh, this has, there's something here. This is working somehow. And when we figure out something that works, we're then able to share how well it works to help fast track all of you guys to fix your specific problems. We're lucky enough to try so many things and to you're like, you know, you were doing a a lateral lunge the other day with minimal impingement. And that's something that you don't do. (laughs) You know what I mean? But that smashing of the adductor, right? That deep smashing of the adductor that we got from Chris Kidowski, Kidowski, right, is a (laughs) solid solution. Right. For that issue. And he showed you guys probably already listened to that podcast, but I got an injury and he showed me some ways of working on myself. 
And now I'm doing that every day because I can feel the difference it's making in my body. And now we're relaying that to you guys so you can just have that solution right then and there. And there's less trial and error. But just because there's less trial and error, don't think that there's still an absolute shortcut. Truly, we are giving you guys shortcuts because we've tried a lot of shit that doesn't work too well and things that do. But just because we're giving you shortcuts doesn't mean that it's not going to take time and it's not going to be a gradual adjustment and gradual change because, again, you've been doing something for so long, you got to understand that it takes time to change. Allergies is something that I used to deal with pretty bad, but I did something called gradual hormesis. At least I think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. But all I did was when I start sneezing during allergy season, I take a day and I go out and I fucking sit in a park and read and work and I literally do that for a few days and a few days later my allergies are gone mm. that's what i do every allergy season i used to have to take flonase and all this shit mm. to deal with my allergies but now i just go sit in it my body gets used to it and then it goes away so that might not work for everybody but it could be something that you try and it actually ends up working for you and you don't have to deal with a stuffy nose all for for multiple months because of your allergies it's a really interesting thing our boy Chad Wesley Smith years ago said, uh, find a position that you're weak in and spend a lot of time there. You'll be stronger. <laughs> you're, you're alluding to the exact same thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm weak in this area. Like, I'm not used to this pollen. I'm not used to the, all this stuff circulating in the air. I'm going to go out and be in the air, breathe it in, get used to it, and you'll get over it. When it comes to like your squat, your bench, your deadlift, find the spots where you're weak. Hang out there a lot. Find out the spots you're weak in your day-to-day. And, and spend time on it. Otherwise, it just means you don't care. You're not that interested, which is fine because maybe just at the, at the moment, maybe you're not ready to uh, make the change. But if the hole in your game is your sleep, start to look into it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different options. And then when someone says, hey, have you ever tried taping your mouth shut? You're like, I have never heard of that. I'm going to look into it more rather than going, oh, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> like, why? Like, just that's not a great first. You sound like Patrick Starr, you know? Like, Someone commented, <clears throat> Mark Smelly Bell trying to sell something else to us. Like, bitch, are we selling tape? <laughs> <laughs> We're telling you to go buy the tape. They're not sponsoring our shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> trying to sell some shit. I am always trying to sell people on ideas, you know? Like, ideas, <laughs> concepts, like. Yeah, maybe there's some products bundled up in there here and there, but like mm-hmm. it's just I just want to see people do better. Yeah. A lot of it a lot of it's uh steeped in just that. Like I have found stuff over the years that has helped me and sometimes conveniently, sometimes it, it is a product. Sometimes it is like you can buy mouth tape, but there's a bunch of different tape you can look at on Amazon. It's all very inexpensive. I don't have anything to do with it. I didn't create that space. I remember when Charles Poliquin was uh, really talking a lot about fish oil and people were like, well, he's good. <laughs> he must have like, it's like he owns fish oil. Like, you, <laughs> he's like, he's telling people to take six grams of it a day or whatever it was. I was like, uh, I was like, I think he's just trying to like encourage people to do something that I think that he thinks is a, a healthy endeavor that could, you know, help them. So anytime somebody's like, gets frustrated about somebody trying to sell something. I hear that about the liver king too. And the liver king, I believe he owns ancestral supplements, but so what? Mm-hmm. How many, how many posts has liver king made? How many millions of uh, views have those things gotten? How much dialogue has been directed at him trying to sell anything? 
Like, go check out his stuff. It, there's really not a lot of sales in there that I see. There might be a couple. But he's not really, he, if he's trying to sell you on anything, it's a concept. He wants you to eat some fucking liver. Yes, again, he does own a supplement so he could direct things back to that company. Um, but people get so frustrated with that one thing and they mm-hmm. allow it to be a hurdle so that they don't, they're not, they're no longer responsible for even attempting. Now, now they don't have to try liver. Because they made an excuse that this guy's... He's on drugs and he's selling me supplements. He's trying to swindle him. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, he, they'll say, yeah, he's, he's on the juice and he's lying about that. And he's trying to sell me on his, his supplements. But it's like, I don't even know if you heard what he said. Because you're focused on stuff that he's not even talking about. He's not talking about PEDs. He's not talking about supplements necessarily. He's asking you to try something slightly different to uh, engage in eating some meat and eating some organs because they're bioavailable, just give it a shot. But then we have a tendency to like just focus on the negative. I think this person is trying to swindle me. I think what they're saying is bullshit. And you don't hear anything positive. Like does Liver King have a positive message? Is it more positive than it is negative? I think it is. Can I do things literally that he's talking about for free? This is this is one thing. Like I'm not – um, the biggest liver king fan in any sense hmm. but what i can see from what he's putting forward is he has these nine tenets these nine things that he shares with people that literally you can do without giving him any of your money and he puts a lot of it he talks about for getting free. sunlight you, you can put you can <laughs> put a lot of the things that he talks about for his health you can do all of it without giving him a dime all of it. He just shares that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do want to do want, if you do want to, you know, buy some of those supplements, you can buy them from his company. But there are also other companies <laughs> that sell like these uh, these types of supplements too. Mm-hmm. There are other companies that do the same thing. So, if you're so anti that, just buy from another company. But he's putting the, this forward for pretty much free. Does he make a profit if people choose to mm-hmm. go towards his route? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not like he's saying these vague, esoteric things. <laughs> but if you want to find out more, go to my website behind my $50 paywall or my $1,000 paywall to <laughs> mm-hmm. learn more about what I do with this system. It's, he's not doing that shit. Do you have a system like that? Because I want to buy it. Uh, Andrew, it, tell them where they can get in the scene program. <laughs> <laughs> break the bar coaching? No, I don't. Nope. I, no. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like people you get can apply. Weird. You can apply all those things. You, he puts forward all that information. Um, so I mean, that's that's that. Yeah. One thing I do want to mention real quick, uh, since we've been talking about mouth tape, a few different options, and none of these companies sponsor us. <laughs> but there's actually one company I'm actually interested in trying their tape since they just went deep on our comments section. The first thing is 3M Micropore tape from Amazon. Mm-hmm. You can get a pack of 12 for 12. Now, that's the ghetto shit. That's the shit I use. That's what I use. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I, I have a beard. <clears throat> so what I do is I tape mouth, tape top of mouth, tape bottom. So you got to get a lot of like coverage to your to your skin, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got you, Andrew. The pictures on my ID, and uh, I like. Uh, I think it's like Somnifix. I like that mm-hmm. one, but Is, like if you have furry face at all, like it it doesn't work well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. When I had a beard, like or yeah, when I was beardless, Somnifix was cool, and it's also cool because it has that slit. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are, um, you know, you're you're apprehensive about putting tape on your mouth to cover your whole mouth. Oh, Somnifix has that slit. You and use a lot bl- of tape, huh? Yeah, I use three strips, bro. <laughs> like, I use three strips. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, and it covers my beard, too. Um, but And then another <laughs> option is in that first video right there, 
that you see that I'm taping my mouth vertically mm-hmm. and I'm using the ghetto 3M microport tape. But if you don't want to, if you want to just encourage your mouth to stay shut, it's kind of similar to what Mark was talking about with putting the pillow underneath. Yeah. It encourages your mouth to stay right here. Well, you put it vertically. The sides of your mouth are open. And it, if could tape, it could tape like a, a softball, like underneath your chin, <laughs> around your head. Or just mm-hmm. wear a chindo. You know? and then, <laughs> chindo. Yeah. chindo. You could also buy yourself a chindo. Buy yourself a chindo. No, That's no, a great no, it's idea. for my sleep, I promise. <laughs> Doesn't a chindo close the mouth? I don't know, does it? No. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, maybe if you put it on too tight. Yeah. There goes that questionable black guy. <laughs> okay. So well, sorry, hold on. I thought it was because you're able to use the the the, the protruding part while using your mouth still on another part. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. That's so if you, if you had like a pretty big dildo in your mouth, <laughs> then like your your mouth would be open, but you wouldn't be able to breathe. But you wouldn't be able to breathe very good. It would be sealed, still. right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> I got this for my sleep. Here, put this <laughs> giant dick in your <laughs> in your mouth. That's what. Uh, the, yeah, well, if but pe- it is so. Ghosts can't fuck your mouth, right? Isn't that what happens? <laughs> you guys ever heard of that? No. But <laughs> if you fall asleep with your mouth open, <laughs> a ghost fucks uh, your mouth. Ghost fucks your mouth. Yeah. Uh, hey, go to uh, Greg Doucette's page and let's watch him snoring it out big time. Is go. it is on IG? It's on his IG. I think his uh, lady. After this, we'll also have more tape solutions for you. But this is fun. This is very fun. You know, man, when you mentioned that Greg Doucette thing to me the other day, like, this is why I, I was telling you, I think it's really cool how we've been kind of tr- like trying things outside of the powerlifting and bodybuilding realm. Because you still got people who are athletes. <laughs> snoring and being fu- like and, that and, scared and, me that sounded so real <laughs> <laughs> but you you like i think we both un- we all understand how much that can affect your sleep and your athletic performance right here's our boy greg Doucette <laughs> just on a sunday afternoon chilling i love being in college and if a teammate would fall asleep yo we'd wreck their face with markers oh with markers but wow. yeah Craig's out cold. He's got like a dog and a cat. And a- it's because he's finished like video six of the day. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. man is making so much content. It's wild. He's a savage. But but that's what it looks like, right? And if we could keep the mouth shut, maybe we can breathe a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And maybe we can get more out of our sleep. And there's something else that you guys can try. I just saw it. Um, they've been commenting, but... What's it, the? Have you ever seen the like? There's like a strap that you can put yeah, around your head, and yeah. it keeps your jaw shut. Like I wonder I've what it's that. basically the chindo without the dough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a giant hog on your chin. <laughs> yeah. Put this dick on your chin. It's gonna work great. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Real quick, um, hostage tape. Okay, now, I just texted you about them this morning. Too. Yeah, they DM'd us. Okay, they they, they DM'd me. But hostage tape is something you can uh, try. Ben Greenfield loves it, and it's apparently a non hyperallergenic, right? Um, but you it may does also want to. You may also want to look into trying to get a mouthpiece. Like I, I was just pulling that up. So I went to I went to a dentist mm. to get a very specific type of mouthpiece. But like, if your sleep is really fucked, I mean. Why not keep investigating it? And, uh, you know, a sleep apnea machine is not inexpensive. Um, insurance can pay for it sometimes. I don't know about insurance paying for your uh, your mouthpiece from your dentist or whatever, but, like, 
you might as well look at all this stuff. And for me, what the mouthpiece did, it actually kept some really interesting like suction going on and it <laughs> kept my tongue at the roof of my mouth. Whoa. And so that was really important. And I, 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 th- I don't know for sure, but sometimes with just the mouthpiece in, even without the, uh, even without the mouth tape, it feels like it works good enough because my tongue will just stay at the roof of my mouth the whole night. And I believe that the tongue is a big part, a big problem in yes. having an obstructed airway when you're sleeping. Yeah, it I, is. I tried. It's a, not so much the mouth being open. It's your tongue relaxing and kind of falling back. That mm-hmm. makes sense. So mm-hmm. I, I tried like a, like a cheap mouth piece and, you know, it didn't work very well. All it did was like really dry out my mouth because I couldn't keep my mouth closed. And then I was like, okay, let's try like a more expensive one. I don't remember what brand it was, but it was, you know, close to like a hundred dollars and it also didn't work. I was really frustrated Yeah, because the same thing, I just, it was really uncomfortable. Yeah. You have to go to a, to a dentist to Mm -hmm. like, they will, uh, they will fit you for it. And again, it might not be great. Like it might not work amazing for you, but, uh, it has helped me. The, the thing that it does is it, it sets your teeth, uh, to be a little bit more in line with each other which can have its own problems. Like you got to chew your way out of that or mm-hmm. put another mouthpiece in to get yourself away from that. Otherwise it will change your bite a little bit mm-hmm. and you'll bite your cheeks and your tongue a lot, which I did for a while, which is fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it sounds like a lot of work, but again, if you're really struggling with your sleep, like it might be something that you want to look into, but it, it takes the bottom, your bottom jaw <laughs> and it puts your bot, it puts your chin forward a little bit on the bottom. I also want to add in for those of you who have CPAPs or sleep apnea machines. Wow, that looks dope. (laughs) And the covers on your mouth, um, there's there's nasal covers for Mm -hmm. the CPAP machines. So for those of you who want to try taping your mouth, you can ask your doctor if they can, instead of having you put a a CPAP machine over your mouth, you can put a CPAP Mm -hmm. machine over your nose. And then you could tape your mouth and breathe. It'll it'll Mm -hmm. do the same thing through your nose. So that's an option for a lot you, of people so you can that work through that. A lot of people that use a CPAP, they still will open their mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, you might want to try to tape the mouth shut in addition to that. Yeah. We should lift in these. Dude, that strap is so dope. <laughs> <laughs> that honestly looks like some weird BDSM thing. It, it really does. Yeah. I really want to get one. <laughs> of course you do. CPAP strap. Of course you do. That's how you can always tell when someone's a little bit off is when they have a, like that to me looks like a neck harness for for training, like a lifting neck harness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they've gone too far. If somebody whips one of those out of like their gym bag, you're like, whoa. You're deep. You're deep in this game. That dude fucking jumped the shark a long time ago. Salute, brother. You know that he's gas station ready too, that he Mm -hmm. can like fuck somebody up probably. Oh my God. I'm having fun looking at all these random anti-snoring devices on Amazon. Look at this. This is weird. Also, I've always wondered, like... Like, what is that? So, would it be helpful to be face down on, like, a massage table? Like For me, yes. And have... Because, like, wouldn't that get rid of your tongue falling back? Mm-hmm. Or does your would your tongue still somehow... No, I think... I Yes, because when, when, I'm, when I used to snore really, really bad, I had to basically, like, face my pillow in order to get myself to stop. Right, but I'm saying like if you're on a massage table and your face is in that little hole there, mm-hmm. I, I wonder. <laughs> you're like, uh huh. It's in that hole. If your face is in that hole, like you know, it's what I'm pretty sure I would. Positions? I'm pretty sure I would not snore in that position, but I would wake up feeling like hell. Oh, what are yeah. your sleeping positions? You guys, I sleep on my side sleep? a lot. Your side. What does your hand do? 
Bottom hand, what's it doing? Uh, both of my hands are usually on my junk. No, I'm usually like just on my side. And my hands are like kind of next to me. I, I usually get like a pillow. I have yeah, a, you hold, I, have, I have a fuck ton of pillows. I have yeah. a lot of pillows. I like too. hug a pillow and then I because like if my arms are just I don't know I'll fall asleep and feel weird. So yeah, yeah, I have a pillow between my legs, a pillow here, and a pillow on my head. Okay, mm-hmm. Andy's like, why do you have so many fucking pillows? All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My my son has taken over all the pillows, but yeah, no, I have uh, the pillow on my head, pillow for my arm because it goes under the pillow. So if I'm asleep, this is right here. Mm -hmm. So I put my hand under the pillow and then I go like this. And so there's another pillow right here. So my my arm doesn't fall asleep. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're on your side. So I'm on my side right here. Okay. Okay. Here's the pillow that I'm on. My hand, I'm like this, right? Yeah. And then I put a pillow under here. So it raises that. So there's a bend in the arm so that way this doesn't fall asleep i don't usually put my arms up too much because like they'll just kill you live like me keep going yeah and then uh there's a pillow right here for this arm and then the pillow between the legs okay so, yeah, multiple i'll lay face down sometimes with like two pillows underneath me and that feels really good Whoa. face down with two pillows underneath you yeah they're like underneath like oh, my okay. sternum like my yeah. stomach and sternum yeah and my ass is way up in the air probably but yeah. it looks kind yeah. of funny yeah. but the, i can just ghosts like think about that yeah i know yeah the ghost <laughs> yeah. is like going to town on my butthole probably yeah <laughs> that's some hairy ass to get in mm-hmm. i can't get through that bush you got covering i hope not yeah yeah no my girl big spoons me nice um no no i like she, but but she like th- this is the cool thing about the eight sleep now i do sleep like you so i have one pillow my hands over let's say my head's right here my hands over and i have another pillow that's underneath my head so my hands here and then like my hand is over my lady and she just like she's a big spooner so but the cool thing is that the eight sleep mattress if if it didn't have that mattress to keep me cool during night, we'd wake up in a puddle. Mm-hmm. But we can we can spoon and sleep and uh, wake up not being sweaty. It's yes. pretty nice. Stephanie doesn't really like to come over to my side because <laughs> I have it way too cold. You know what? You're kind of you're lucky. You're lucky because every time I wake up in the morning, I'm at the edge of the bed oh, and no. she's right in front of yeah, me. Yeah, we have all of this bed that's left. This is all a complicated topic. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm over here at the edge. Like I can't get over any further. But also because <laughs> because the the eight sleep like it, it gets warmer throughout the night. Yeah. So my son, his like literally his whole foot is in between one of my ribs. Like as he's kicking me and I'm falling off the bed. Uh-huh. So I'll be pushing off like the floor being like, babe, <laughs> babe. And she'll be wake up and like, oh shit. And you know, she'll pick him up and move him over. But yeah, he takes over the whole bed. <laughs> I All, can't wait. Like yeah. foot and a half. I don't know how tall he is. I don't know how. Well, they turn sideways. Are. You got to start him sideways. I think. They don't, <laughs> they don't straighten out. Yeah, yeah. Rotate the other way. I can't wake up and say anything because my mouth <laughs> tape is on. So I'm like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I I peel it off and I'm like, you know, it's not going to be as sticky. Yeah. Oh, well. But yeah, so I get the the bed's gone. I mean, we're going to go deeper on all the things we do for sleep because we kind of mentioned all of it. But for some of you, honestly, the temperature of your mattress does make a difference. We know that. That's why we've dug eight sleeps for Mm -hmm. so many years. Uh, Actually, for probably a bit more than a year we've been sleeping on these. So that is another option. Get a comfortable bed. I know a lot of people who haven't had a different mattress in like the past 10 or 15 years. Like your mattress could be something that you want to shift. When I traveled over overseas, it was mind boggling. They had two separate sheets and two separate blankets. Mm-hmm. Like, like king size beds. <clears throat> what do you mean? Two so like each side got their own setup. Wow. It solves a lot of problems. <laughs> Honestly. Like, 
I was like, oh my God, my fucking brain exploded. I was like, this is, this is, how come somebody didn't think of this before? Like, this is so good. America, you know, I love America, but sometimes we're behind on some shit. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So anyway, Andrew, how can they get some fucking eight sleep mattresses and pillows and shit? Absolutely. You guys got to head over to eight sleep.com slash power project, but that's eight all the way spelled out. Sometimes it's hard for me. So E I G H T sleep.com slash power project. You guys see a pretty cool, uh, little like rundown on why we like it, but also it's going to save you a shit ton of money. And pretty soon guys, uh, we will make an episode where we go through all of our individual sleep habits because there's a lot of things that we each do that allows us to get to bed and, and stay asleep. Like mm-hmm. mouth tape is a good part of it for breathing through our nose, but there's a lot of things that we do during the day, <laughs> during the night um, that allow us to optimize our sleep. And it's really fucking important. Even first thing in the morning going to, and just seeing the sun. Yeah. Just trying to see the sun. It, it doesn't have to, the sun doesn't have to be rising, but it helps if it's the morning sun. Cause it's just going to be like less, uh, you can kind of look at the morning sun. I don't, think you maybe need to stare at it necessarily mm. but uh in the morning it's not going to be you know killing your eyes as it would be at like 3 p.m or some shit like that yeah get outside because it, it'll reset your circadian rhythm and get all of those things ready for the day and getting ready for the night it literally starts with that but we'll go more in that yeah. soon we need to have a whole it's a whole thing on like actually sleeping and like mm. fighting with your spouse over the blankets and stuff comes the whole thing and then like i don't do you sleep wrapped up with your lady i don't we don't it's real i mean we can fall asleep that way but it it's really really rare like we will end up sometimes that way or certain situations things will happen but that's not like our go-to like i don't think she sleeps well wrapped up with me and i don't sleep great with her wrapped up i don't think it works it's out new good. for me <laughs> it wasn't something that happened yeah. with my other exes like uh you know, you found a cuddle, buddy. Mm-hmm. She loves to cuddle, like deep cuddle, like deep yeah, cuddle, deep cuddle. Yeah, no, for us, no. She uh, Stephanie moves way too much because, like, I will, like I said, I still like out, and she's still trying to get. I'm like, dude, again, and then I'll pass out, and then or she'll start talking, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I've been asleep for the past like hour. I don't know what time it is. She's like, what? And so, like, no, we. And then one of us will get hot. Like, it's just like a race to see yeah. who can like. Somebody starts sweating. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, who's going to be the first one to be like, oh, I got to move. Mm. And then wherever, if she moves, I'm like, hell yeah, I can get comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I move, I'm sure she's thinking the same thing. Yeah. Andy will spoon me probably more often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit, really? Yeah. Because if I, if I go over <laughs> to her, like, then she's like laying on my arm. Wait, she's wait, like, I, I arm's was, like a brick, you know? Yeah. I think I, I misconstrued what you said. She will spoon you, meaning she is she's your small big, spoon, or she spoons the, you I'm as a small spoon. Yeah, you're the small spoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she cuddles me. She, yeah, I feel <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> cute. Uh, well, I guess if I my if I'm on my back, she'll sneak in and then lay right here on the shoulder. Okay, mm-hmm. but okay. then that's like for not for very long. And this is also all of this will go to shit if my son's in the bed. Ugh. We've been putting him in the in his crib and he'll like hang out there, but then eventually he'll make his way back. I mean, so not, wait, not he'll by climb himself. Out? No, 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 no. Oh. Like he'll he'll wake up and then it's like instead of holding him and waiting for him to fall back asleep and then hoping that he doesn't wake up as he's getting put back down. Yeah. It's just like I just bring him in the bed and he'll fall asleep with us. There needs to be an invention for like a bed crib, like a crib that you can put on like either attached to your bed there is there is yeah i think they have some stuff it's like, like that. a 
like almost like an end table, like it's just on the side. But it's really, just you're not supposed bed. to put your you're not supposed to bring your kid in the bed at all. Mm-hmm. But like none of it, none of it fucking matters. Really. <laughs> no, you know, it's just. However, if your marriage is like not awesome, then it's probably like one more, you know, uh, one more kink in everything that you probably don't need. Mm-hmm. But if everything's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know, you figure out times to fuck each other and it's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Stick the that kid too. in the closet for a minute. <laughs> you know, that that's something that I've thought about, man. Like, it's not something I have to deal with right now, but I'm like, damn, if... You your know, dogs ever jump in your bed and stuff? Hell no. Mm. Well, that's good. That's hell good. no. That's good. Good. I'm so surprised when people like let their dogs sleep. Mm-hmm. Or, well, I mean, it's especially no for me since I have huskies. We have yeah, three huskies. Big ass fucking. Not just because they're big. They also like shed like mm. demons, you know? So there's no way right. in hell I'd allow them in the bed. But yeah, yeah. no way. Yeah, you get creative with uh, finding where to have sex. That's for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Well, because we have, so we have Jasmine every other week. Yeah. So every other week, there's one kid in the house that has no clue what's really going on. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, well, we'll, we'll borrow the living room today. Yeah. <laughs> Little things like that. But it can be a pain sometimes. <laughs> Yo, there's certain things about parenthood that I'm so curious about. Like, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> like, okay, so I was told by Fred, like, she mentioned how her parents, like, and her parents, like, she had a boyfriend, and her parents oh. knew that, like, they were active mm. in the home. And I was just like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, pause, 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 pause. Yeah, that's weird. You, you, you're home, your boyfriend came over, and, and y'all went to it? He's like, yeah, and your parents knew? He's like, yeah, they knew, but it's like they, they didn't want us to do it anywhere else. And I'm like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. But it's also not, like, beer. <laughs> 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 like, you gotta do it here. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right? It's like, I, I'm just imagining if I have a daughter or a son, mm-hmm. they're just they're banging under my roof. Like, how? Or my daughter's getting smashed out in the other room. Like, goddamn, how do you deal? Yeah, yeah when I went to I Andy's know, house, uh, I mean, I think we were, yeah, we were like, I was like visiting her because we were like, setting up stuff to like get married like we were adults right yeah we were together for a long time but we i didn't even sleep in the same room as her yeah yeah yeah. and when i went over to their parents house mom was like we just don't do that here you know Mm -hmm. so i was like okay yeah but this is an interesting (laughs) thing because like there there are a lot of parents who are like i don't want my kids going and doing that shit out in public Mm -hmm. so might as well just (laughs) get it like i said it's not like they're going to smoke pot. They're not going to smoke pot. They're just they're just laying pipe or getting pipe. One of the two. Smoking poles. Yeah, figure it out in a car or truck or something. <laughs> Is that old school or what? I don't know, man. Because my mom would never, and I wouldn't have expected her to let me bring a girl home and uh, smash it out upstairs or some shit. <laughs> right? right? Hell no. This is so interesting. It's like, how do you, what, what's the answer there? I don't know. Audience, I've, parents, do you know? Don't have sex till you're married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I think every dude starts laughing when they try to say that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, okay, you know what? This podcast is going somewhere, but it's another thing because like, I was thinking in my head like, hmm, God, I definitely have some weird thought process because if like, let's say if I did let my child do that, if it was a boy, I would have less qualms as if it were my daughter. (laughs) Like, but they're both, you know, but it's just like, oof. 
huh, how does one reconcile this hypothetical situation <laughs> I don't have children? <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. You just tell your kids, do hood rat shit when I'm not around. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Just hide it. <laughs> Andrew, take us on out of here, buddy. <clears throat> Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for checking out today's episode. Uh, please drop us your comments down below. Uh, maybe let us know if you guys have tried mouth tape or not, and uh, maybe we can help you guys out with that. And uh, like today's video and subscribe if you guys are not subscribed already. Follow the podcast at MB Power Project on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. My Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter is at I am Andrew Z and Sema. Where you at? Yo, guys, come to the Discord because it's a lot of fun in there. We are, we are at. Where are we at? Yeah, let's see. Discord. We're at 1,200 members. What? Yeah, people are super active in there. People are giving each other's tips. Um, and it's it's a great community building over there. So click the link in the description. Join the Power Project Discord. At Nsima Inyang on Instagram and YouTube. At Nsima Yin Yang on TikTok and Twitter, Mark. Do me a favor, everybody. Go and check out Renegade Scoob on YouTube. Mm. Giving a shout out to uh, oh, yeah. my my uh, buddy's son. What the hell is his? I've, I've already lost his name already. <laughs> Ben's son? I don't know his name, God though. God damn it. <laughs> Ben's going to give me shit. Anyway, his name's Renegade Scoob. That's all it's you like need to know. Cor- uh, yeah, there's Corbin. Cor- Isn't that his name? Yeah, there's I two. It's probably Corbin. Uh, oh. Mm, it might be the other kid's name. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's got a lot of kids, so he won't get too mad, I don't think. Yeah. He's probably had the same thing. You know, like, ah, that one. But uh, he was all pumped. He got to see our uh, play button that we have over there that, that has 100,000 plus uh, subscribers. And his sister, who's probably maybe like eight, mm-hmm. she goes, what does it do? <laughs> that was so funny. And he goes, it's a trophy. Yeah. She goes, oh. <laughs> she was like what a shame it doesn't do shit <laughs> and then she came in and She's raided like, our pop tarts yeah she yeah. was not impressed and then she wanted to go in the music room where Nsima was playing some music <laughs> and then she's like oh pop tarts mm-hmm. and she ate our tasty pastries ate, ate them all pastries. anyway strength is never weak this week this is never strength I'm at Mark Smilly Bell catch you guys later oh, oh off track it.